Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review on WAYOLP Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcast, Google Freaking Play, and Freaking Spotify if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking lefties, Sandy the Sandman Fargan, and then bringing up the rear, we have freaking Tadia Risher back from his freaking spoils of war and ready to rip and roar. Jeez Louise, down on my knees, Doug Jordan is gone. But we have a great freaking show for you. So Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our Weekend Freaking Review. <laughs> Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, it has been one week since we last spoke. And Jeez Louise, down on my knees, we're so freaking hot and for you. I have been... Thinking about you often, Weakers and Tweakers, wistfully, in my lonely tower, where I sit atop a pile of my own mess, Weakers and Tweakers. Yes, I am spending most of my time on the porcelain freaking toilet because of the food that I am eating. Spicy curry, vindaloo, and... Masaman, I'm not sure what it is, but it is mush spiced with some sort of inedible spices that cause me great intestinal digestion. I cannot handle it much longer. And to make matters worse, my host cannot handle me much longer. He says I cannot spend the time that I am spending on the toilet. He has a family, Wiggers and Tweegers, and this much I should not reveal about where I am staying, but I must. A child and a wife, and they need the toilet, but not quite as much as I do. Because I believe they are quite used to eating this sort of, this sort of sauces and spices from far and wide, and they have developed some sort of immunity to their terrible poisons that they give to me and make my stomach bubble up from the inside out. It seems, though, that my time on this ivory tower is running short. And though I have been unable to unchain the leg irons from my ankles and even put on a pair of pants because of them, it looks as though I will be cast out to the street where I will likely be discovered by the Octagon, Ms. Malfour, and Ms. Warsbazer, and they will take me back to where I am a prisoner. Yep, you guessed it, the freaking group home for the mentally and criminally insane. So, I am very fearful of that solution, and it looks as though it is coming soon. But thank God for Sandy's master plan. I know that Sandy has something very, very spectacular up his sleeve that will make this all right in the world of Taylor the Mossman Lofton. And so without further freaking ado, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. God bless the master plan. And how was your freaking week? Uh, yeah, uh. This is uh, freaking Sandy, freaking Sandman, freaking Fargans, and um, and uh, first uh, and foremost, freaking uh, thank you for the blessing, uh, and thank you for the blessing on the master plan's freaking behalf. 
And yeah. uh, quick freaking observation. Looks like uh, looks like you're, you 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 may have become freaking Taylor the freaking Massaman Lofton. Yes. Eating all the freaking Massaman, uh, which is a porridge, I believe, uh, green porridge. Uh, yeah. What was what were your other questions? Am I? Yeah. Yes. As the freaking Dickens, and I am drunk as well. Uh, any any other freaking questions or? The sauce, the Vindaloo sauce, looks like diarrhea for Uyghurs and Tweakers who have not tried it. I just wanted to say that. No, uh, God bless you, Sandy. And I am just waiting for the unveiling of the master plan so that I can see what is going to happen with my life. Because at this point, I feel as though I am in limbo. Yeah, uh, I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to talk about the, 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 the legitimacy of a master plan. However, you know, it is. I'm still. It's we're in, and it's in the. Uh, basically, the whole thing is. Um, it's uh, it's got to be freaking kept uh, under freaking lock and key for the freaking uh, for the freaking time being. Uh, it's it's just for the freaking best, you know that 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 I I, I don't freaking divulge too much. Uh, so because I mean the last thing we freaking want is for some of the for some freaking facets of the master plan to fall in the freaking lap of freaking Evan freaking Dawson. Because I mean if this if this thing freaking gets out, it's we're freaking we're done. We're all freaking dead. But I. Uh... I hate to say this, my time is running short. I am tick tock goes the clock, Sandy Fargus. I am going to be out cast out into the streets where they where I will surely be discovered All by right. the and I, octagon. Please, listen to me. I, I I realized that it looked as if I had stopped speaking, but I was not done freaking speaking and you have interrupted me. Uh so um Without freaking further ado, uh, I want you to know that the freaking the events of the freaking master plan will be unfolding by the week's end. And that is a freaking guarantee. You've heard it first, right freaking here. The master plan will freaking begin initiation sequence uh, at the end of the freaking week. And if that, and if, and if, and if for some reason, and you will freaking know when it begins, there will be a freaking signal. There will be a giant freaking signal at the week's end when the freaking sequence has been freaking initiated. And let, let me tell you, if it does not happen, if at the week's end you do not see a signal, it's because I am already freaking dead. And they freaking got to me, whether it be the freaking Octagon or freaking Dawson and his freaking goons or another freaking Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, who knows if it does not go off at the end of the freaking week, I am freaking dead. Well, that would put a damper on the master plan, I assume, unless you have some sort of. Let me be. Uh, please be quiet. I was not done speaking again. Uh, and you have interrupted me for the second time now. Uh, if yes, if. If I, if by the week's end, there is no signal and I am dead, it means that the master plan has failed. I want everyone to know that there is no master plan without me. And if, and if something happens to me, you all will follow. Is there no way to sort of put a safeguard in the master plan just so, just in case that something does happen to you, Sandy, that it could maybe continue forth? Well, jeez, so, uh, Louise, this is the third time you've interrupted me and uh, my patience is freaking growing thin. Um, uh, Basically, here I have, and do not confuse this with the freaking master plan. This is a freaking auxiliary freaking plan that I've put into place to afford myself some more freaking time. I am stuffing several freaking dummies that that look just freaking like me, and I am going to soon, with the freaking help of Doug and his fully gassed up truck, I will be dropping off dummies all over freaking town. 
That way, when the freaking octagon thinks he's freaking found me and freaking uh, apprehends a freaking dummy and brings him back to the freaking wherever, the police station or, or the freaking or the freaking feds, they'll go, what, what the hell is this? This is a freaking stuffed dummy, you idiot. The man is still on the freaking loose. And he goes, all right, I'll go back out. I'll go back out. And guess what else he finds? Another freaking dummy. And then guess who ends up being the real freaking dummy? The freaking octagon. And that way I'll be able to freaking leave, leap out from under the freaking bed and finally go back to freaking really get into this freaking master plan. So we can freaking once and for all freaking rest easy and, and freaking Dawson will be destroyed. Yeah. I can imagine the octagon having sex with you. And then I'm like, no, Sandy, you are having sex with the octagon. He is a bad guy. And then I look over and your head falls off and it's just filled with freaking hay and newspapers. It was a dummy the whole time. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know why you imagined him having sex, uh, with me. Um, but that is neither here nor there. Uh, for if he does, if if he does decide to want to have sex with me, it will be with a freaking dummy, and he will and he will be freaking he will look a fool. And I know what you're freaking thinking. Also, do I would I be would it be possible for me to make a freaking dummies out of all of us? And the fact of the matter is, um, some of, some of us on the freaking our week freaking uh, roster would require a little bit more freaking hay than others. Uh, I'm not gonna freaking say any names. But I, I mean, my the, my dummy does not require too much freaking hay uh, or freaking. I'm using. I'll be honest with you. I'm using a couple of freaking documents as well to stuff that thing. Uh, so yeah, it's it just wouldn't. It's just not going to be freaking possible. Plus, I imagine you're using child's clothes, which are much less expensive than normal people clothes. So yeah, I'm just grabbing them out of freaking Doug uh, Mike's uh, Mike Mike Doug Jr.'s freaking closet and stuffing them and. Man, we're going to drop them off pretty soon. And mind you, this is a freaking auxiliary plan. The master plan is a much more precise and freaking more diabolical freaking plan. So, and, But freaking stay tuned. You'll freaking see uh, the beginning of that hopefully very soon. Well, that is great news. I literally cannot wait. Yeah, well, you're going to have to freaking wait because weeks end, right? Well, that's Work quickly, please. I am um, in trouble. Can't rush this kind of thing. Yeah. We're, 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 we're doomed if we rush this. Well, Jesus Lee's down on my knees. Doug the Slug Jordan is not here. His wife is basically wringing his neck over the next garden party, making him take care of the lawn, do the yard work. In his stead, we have Tadia Risher back in the studio. Tadia Risher, how you doing? How you been? You have been gone a long while. Sandy has been using you on your recon. What is the 411 on the master plan and the recon that you ha- has been doing for you? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Thank you very much. And for the bless blessing. the master plan. Well, thank you for the blessing on the master plan's behalf. Yes, thank you for the bla- uh, master plan blessing. Um, uh, I'm doing good. First things first, most important thing. I'm very freaking probably than Doug, but we can't freaking collaborate that because he's not here. Uh, second, um, yes, I, I apologize for my absence the last few weeks. I have been very busy uh, doing recon for the master plan, although I can't divulge too much into it for a multitude of reasons. One, yeah. Sandy, Sandy won't really break down for me what the master plan is. So you sent me out for recon. And, That's for uh, your own freaking protection. Yeah. Oh, I understand. I understand. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, 
Um, it is making recon a little bit more difficult, but, uh, you know, even, even more difficult is the fact that I've been friggin' tailed by Marvel Givens on all turns because Doug Jordan has sent a bounty on my head and Marvel Givens is out to friggin' kill me. And though Doug Jordan has attempted to sway Marvel Givens, he cannot because once the bounty is written in stone, it cannot be, the spell cannot be broken. And yeah. Marvel Givens will stop short of nothing. Yeah, it doesn't help him that uh, it doesn't help me that he's being fueled by cups of Jordan every five minutes either. Man, he's got the taste of this Doug seed on his lip. Yeah, he's been freaking feasting on that serum for weeks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But so uh, I have been successfully dodging him uh, at every turn. Although I feel hounded and hunted, so I am very stressed out. Um, so. It, yeah, just a super busy couple of weeks doing recon, uh, avoiding Marvel Givens, and also, um, you know, doing a, a list of other things for Sandy, which I assume are for the master plan. But again, he will not divulge that information to me. Without going into too much detail, obviously, can you give us sort of an overview of what the day-to-day operations look like of the master plan recon uh, effort? Absolutely. So I wake up in the morning and I immediately move to a new location uh, because Marvel Givens, it's only a matter of minutes before he'll be there because he wakes up earlier than I do. So I have to be on the move immediately. But I text Sandy immediately and I ask what, you know, what do you need me to do? What 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 is the next step in the master plan? And um, usually the first thing he does is send me on over to the local Wegmans to get him a couple bottles of brown. Um, so I, I do that. I pick him up five, six bottles of brown. Um, yeah. And uh, probably a little bit of breakfast on the way too, um, you know, which is fine because I'm maybe hungry. Some, maybe some pick up some freaking takeout for Mortego Grill around. Yeah, lunchtime. I yeah, mean, lun- not around, not around, but around lunchtime. Lunchtime for me is is a little bit later. Yeah, lunchtime, dinner time. I usually go to Ortego Grill twice a day. Um, I've also been going to the to the tractor supply um, to pick up a couple barrels of hay. Uh, I assume for stuffing dummies. Um, I must not get into it too much. Yeah, he has me. been. I will. I will. I will. I will confirm. He has gotten me a little bit of hay. Yeah. The thing about it, and I just want to say this, is that is that in 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 the veil of secrecy, you know, you gotta you gotta send the you gotta send him on some some recon that 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 does involve the freaking master plan, and some recon that does not involve the master plan. That way, if if he's being tailed by anyone, they won't know what what parts of it are the freaking what part of it is the master plan and what is not. And in in doing so, it all kind of becomes part of the master plan, and also completely not part of the master plan. I can must say that I am very impressed because. Basically, with the information that I have just been given, I would have no idea that that there was any sort of master plan. It would go right over my head. I would not see it in the slightest, and I think others wouldn't yeah. see it at all either. And that that does make me hopeful that there is a plan in place. Obviously, I gotta I gotta tell you, this plan it must be very intricate um, because I'm part of it, and I don't even freaking know what it is. So it's yeah. I I wouldn't know that there was one either. Um, just a lot of you know running errands playing with myself and 
running more errands. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, I, you know, and yes, I do. I, you know, when he when he runs one when he runs runs one bit of reconnaissance, and he, you know, he tells me hey, this is completed. What is the next step? And I go, well, give yourself some, give yourself a moment. Go ahead and play with yourself a little bit, because we want to make sure that you approach this next step with a clear head. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and 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 I and I always say, don't leave any freaking paper trail. You make sure that if you freaking clean up with a freaking tissue paper, you go ahead and you toss that out, because we can't yeah. have your freaking DNA and your freaking seed going around anymore. Marvel Gibbons gets a freaking next thing you know, he's got a freaking cup of Jordan and a cup of freaking Tady Richer, and now all of a sudden he's got, he knows your freaking taste. Yeah. He'll have the scent of the seed on his tongue, I see. Yeah, I always burn my freaking seed. I, I usually take a lighter and light that on fire and then go get some more food and play with myself. Yeah. Well, the master, I... the master plan is at work, and and I don't want to freaking, I don't want to jump the gun, but I'll tell you what, right now, it is freaking working. Well, my worries are quelled for the moment but they are not far from the edge of my mind so thank god i now know that the master plan is in place and the wheels are turning as for doug jordan he is in the midst of preparing for another garden party his wife does these once a year last year was the first one this will be the second annual garden party and Jeez Louise, down on my knees. The last one was pretty great. That was, we first introduced to Gaston. Hopefully he'll be the guest of honor this time, especially since he is relegated to a uh, mobility chair or scooter now. And it would be great to see him again. It would also be able great to get out of the house. And I am hoping to get that invitation from Mrs. Jordan. That I just wanted to put out there. So, geez louise, down on my knees. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we have a great show for you. But before we get into that, with the world facing strange and difficult times, many weakers, tweakers, and mayotards are looking to the stars for answers. No, we're not talking about Brad Pitt, Anna, Jelena Jolie, or the Olsen twins. We here at Our Week are talking about the great stars above. For zillions of years, people have watched those unusual groupings of lights in the sky for signs. Some show promise of peace. Peace, prosperity, and a bountiful harvest, while other stars reveal disaster, death, and plague. Still, there is very little scientists and journalists know about the stars above. Where do they come from? What are they made of? And how do we make the bad ones disappear? Although we here at Our Week cannot give you all the answers you may seek, we would like to shed a little light on what the stars are telling us in an all-new segment, Our Week's Guide to star signs so geez louise down on my knees uh the way this is good oh doug jordan doug yep yep this this is doug can you hear me hello satellite new york uh, coming in doug jordan is here hello via satellite new york we have freaking doug jordan done with his yard work he was as we said preparing for the garden party doug how you doing how have you been god bless you how are you and how was your week um yeah no i'm not thank you for asking uh, and thank you for the blessing uh week was fine um not much going on my i guess you're talking about the garden party so cats out of the bag my wife's having another garden party so that's why i was late today i had to go do some yard work as soon as i got home yeah trim the hedges and Originally, originally he would have gotten done a lot earlier, uh, but that was back when uh, he, he asked if I would help him with the, some of the yard work, uh, which of course I obliged. You said no. Yeah, yeah, I obliged graciously, and then I said, "I have no, oh, sorry, I forgot, I have another uh, commitment." So he's working on the master plan, Doug Jordan. 
And yeah. Sandy has a lot of pieces in place for it, uh, as Tadia Richer uh, made clear and evident through the stories of his recon, which at this point amount they, they're so well they're so secretive that they basically sound just like he's running errands for him. It's genius. It sounds kind of like maybe he is just running errands for him. Well, I'm, yeah, I want, first of all, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, second of all, uh, you just showed up. Maybe you should zip, zip, your, zip your freaking lid. Uh, and freaking third of all, uh, the, the, the whole, I was mentioning earlier, the veil of freaking secrecy. You got to freaking send, you got to, because, I mean, freaking Taylor Richard has people freaking following him freaking 24 freaking 7. So the idea here is to give him so many different freaking reconnaissance, uh, freaking uh, directions to go within the freaking uh, realm of reconnaissance that, you know, no one can really know whether or not this is part of the master plan or not. But I already mentioned that. And now you're wasting everyone's freaking time. Well, what kind of errands are you having him run? Like get you lunch and stuff, and go to the liquor store? I mean, it's none none of your business, really. But yes, uh, he has been going to the liquor store and getting picking up some bottles of brown. And every once in a while, yeah, he'll go and grab freaking Ortega Grill once or twice a day. And um, and and I also you forgot to mention I have instructed him to make sure that he is playing with himself in between all of these freaking missions, uh, as as to uh, approach every new mission with a freaking clear head. You, you're making him play with himself as part of an errand for the master plan. That how does that work? I'm surprised. That's um, what's that seems like the you? most. That seems like the most straightforward part of the plan. So you just want him to make sure that he's empty by the time the plan rolls around. And got and he has to destroy the paper trail. If he's gonna if he's gonna use freaking tissue to freaking do cleanup, he's got to make sure that those things are set ablaze. Otherwise, Marvel Gibbons is gonna get the taste of his seed on the freaking lip. We talked about all this. Is such horse that you show up and you make us recap everything. We also, were in the yeah. we were in the middle of doing a thing. Yeah, also, you were about to do star signs, right? The guide to star signs is that what I walked in on? Or yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Also, Doug, to fill you in, I'm very Oh, God yeah. Uh, thank you. you for letting me know. God bless you. Well, geez louise, down on my knees, we may as well get along to the freaking star signs. So I read the intro. Uh, the first one is Aries. So what we're going to do is go through the 12 different stars in the sky, and we're going to talk about what they mean and why what they're here for, why they showed up, because at this point they have not revealed themselves. So, <clears throat> Aries, this star is a ram, and boy does it like to fight. Impatient and competitive, this star is looking out for number one. Sometimes they inspire others with their confidence. They know what they want, so you better not get in between this bull and the horns. Aries, I am thinking of a star, I'm thinking of who these stars are named after, which is a great, hilarious actor named freaking Aries Spears on the freaking uh, Mad TV. One of my favorites. Absolutely freaking hilarious. His impression of Sekiel O'Neill was number one. And I haven't seen him enough lately. The thing about Aries is that nobody knows when it's going to sew up. And you got to be patient sometimes with these stars. Sandy, what do you think about the Aries stars and what it means? I I think I'm a little confused about what this segment is supposed to be. Um, I think, I mean, it's a freaking uh, it's a freaking constellation. Um, but the I mean the I mean, yeah, I don't know what you want me to freaking say. Uh, what do I think about when it shows up? Um, I think it means that maybe 
it is going to be the beginning of a freaking competitive uh, competition. And Mary Spears from freaking Mad TV, freaking hilarious. I haven't seen him around nearly enough because um, he was on. I felt like his star was on the rise and then sort of boom, sort of petered out and haven't really seen a lot of him since. And um, and I would love to get him back on the freaking TV where he freaking belongs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to say that I'm also confused about the segment and also about Aries specifically because you said it was a ram and then at the end you said better not get in between the bull and the horns. So is it a ram or is it a bull? Because well, I'm pretty sure the bull is the next one. It's no, a Taurus. It's a, it's a comedian. That's a perfect segue, actually. Taurus, number two, Doug Jordan. This star is a bull, but even a bull likes to relax sometimes. They prefer to keep the peace, but when they are pushed past their limit, they will react emotionally. Generally, they are guarded in their views and not easily swayed. This can cause stubbornness, but also loyalty and dependability. So, when you're looking at these stars, you maybe think, geez Louise, down on my knees, you might just think that you're looking at a normal star and then you look at it and you realize this is not a star this is a bull well yeah doug why don't you go ahead and take a freaking you want to take a shot at this i think you look like you want to say something well when you uh when you look at it sometimes you're looking at the star and you and and you realize this is not a star this is a bull i think that you said that pretty eloquently there um However, it, what, what does what? that mean? What does that mean, though? Yeah. Well, it's really. And I what do you do? When, and what do you do when it shows up? Well, if you'd let me freaking answer the question, I would tell you. But you just keep interrupting me as soon as I start freaking talking. I'm interrupting. The floor is yours. Thank you. What was the question? What do you do when it shows up, and what does it mean? Well, and and is this one of the ones that should that we should figure out a way to freaking get rid of once and for all? What I'm confused about is, I mean, these are con- these are based on constellations. They're not really. It's a it's a group of stars that maybe makes up a a bull, and then you're also talking about you know people's personalities based on their astrological signs. You know, like if you're born between these dates, you're this, and if you're you know that if you were born between those those dates, then you're that. So well, I, I never heard of that. Isn't that what the, this is? The guy, this, the star signs. This I don't know is. What, I don't know what the segment is. This is. Uh, this is. Uh, we would like to send shed a little light on what the stars are telling us in an all new segment called "Our Week's Guide to Star Signs." Good. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you read that again. Um, we can clear everything up perfectly. Maybe we should move on to the next one. See what happens. I think this will start to clear clear up as we go along. Number three is Gemini. These Siamese stars are connected at the brain. Because of this, the Gemini mind is a busy machine known for its cleverness and wit. This star is very curious and it finds itself exploring many different passions. But beware of this two-headed freak as they are known to flip between their moods and interests depending on what's happening in their environment. So, Jesus, we's down on my knees. I, basically, what this one is saying is when you see this star, it could be trouble. Because it's actually two. And you never two know what they're thinking. One. Yeah, they, it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Doug Jordan. Yep. And it is trouble. Yep. 
there's in, and they, you have to be aware of the uh, the two-headed freak because they are known to flip between their moods and interests depending on what's happening in their environment. Yeah, that's true. Number four is cancer. This star causes cancer. So this one's all bad. This one doesn't really yeah. have. Uh, it's not a paradoxical well, I mean, one. I don't think. I don't think. Also, I think. I mean, I think the three of us probably should not speak on this. I mean, as our resident freaking cancer survivor, freaking Tadia Richter. I mean, I mean, is this? I mean, is, did the doctors ever talk to you about this? Is this star? What? I mean, is this what? How? Just what? What? I mean, maybe this star transmitted it freaking sexually. It, um, yeah. What? Maybe you were playing with yourself underneath the freaking uh, moonlit sky one night, and the freaking star sort of worked its way down. Yeah, doctors were not quite sure what exactly uh, transmitted freaking cancer from this star, but they can they almost guaranteed that it came from freaking the star. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Doug, anytime you uh, want to give me that money, by the way. For what? Because he faked cancer? Because he survived cancer, dog. He beat it. Yeah. He, he faked having it in the first place. Yeah, wait, wait a minute. Were we gambling on whether the cancer would kill you or not? I was not aware that that's what the money was for. I definitely placed a, placed a bet on that uh, yeah. a while back. And um, and I believe, Doug, I did bet that you would not survive, but I believe, Doug, I believe that, Doug, you owe me a, a little bit of money from that freaking bet as well. For what? I don't think I ever bet on anything. I bet with somebody that he wasn't going to make it. It wasn't me. Maybe, maybe I could, honestly could have been Tady Richard. He could have been playing. He I could have it, been playing you the whole time. I think know. it was Wait, me. You, yeah. you bet that he wasn't going to make it. So then, really, if I bet with you, then you would owe me money. Yeah, but that's what's so confusing to me because I feel like you owe. Because I feel like what is the actual situation is that you would owe that you owe me. So I'm a little confused, obviously. And I'm and I'm not sure it was a bet with you. I bet with somebody, and I bet that he wasn't going to make it. And I feel like I'm owed some freaking money because for a while it did seem like he was dead. And I'm only recently I feel like I feel like I should get some money from that from somebody. So I knew he was going to be okay when he started using a cane because I thought to myself. They're at the hospital. They're never going to give this guy a cane if they don't think he's going to live. Mm-hmm. What's the point of giving him a cane if he's going to die? Yeah. Just more weight to put in the gasket. So. Cane's hilarious, too. Absolutely hilarious. So. Number five is Leo. This star is a lion. Is also a person named Leo, though it can be extremely outgoing. It is confident and likes to be in control, Doug Jordan. It terms of their relationship with others they are very caring and help and spoil and protect people they love the leo's need for praise and appreciation can influence others to view them as self-centered but their personalities are magnetic so maybe this is i don't don't i don't get this this one i don't get well what, what was your birthday my birthday is in january Okay, so you could be one of these signs that is in January. I can you could look that up, you know, if you have a date, and I could say these are stars, Doug Jordan. Right, but it's it's astro it's astrological. Well, let's move on. Virgo. This star is a virgin, and therefore it analyzes everything because it's never had sex, Doug Jordan. Because of its lack of sex, it's very judgmental. Don't be fooled by its sweetness. Their mind is always working. The Virgo also represents service, and they tend to be a great provider of advice because of their careful listening skills. However, they should watch out for being overly critical and striving for perfectionism. You're not going to say anything about how it's a virgin? 
Nobody's gonna chime in there. Um, th- um, this star is a virgin, and uh, because of its lack of sex, it freaking analyzes everything, uh, and it likes to be in control. No, that's Leo. Uh, this is I don't I have no idea what the f- this segment is. I don't know what we're supposed to be doing. Let's move on to Libra. Libra is ruled by the planet Venus, which represents beauty and love. Art, culture, and beauty are important to this star, and it thrives in a creative environment. Unfortunately, Libra is at the mercy of Venus, and at the moment has lost track of responsibilities and obligations. So talk about what Libra is doing to Venus, uh, how the planet controls the star, because planets are much bigger than stars, did Jordan? Stars are tiny little specks of light in the sky, and a planet is huge. You got elephants on planets, so you know they're big. You got Jonah Hill living on our planet, so we must have a pretty big freaking planet. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I think stars are bigger than than planets. I think you know, the sun is well, a star, I mean, technically, and it's bigger why, than all the planets. First of all, the sun is not a star. The sun is the freaking sun, yeah. center of the freaking universe. Um, my here here now. This is and this is what gets freaking very freaking interesting for me. Uh, this so Libra is ruled by planet. Um, Venus. Yeah. Is that a, is that is uh, is that of interest to anybody else, or is that because it sounds like penis, right? Because, well, I mean, yeah. Um, here's here's my thought on it. This freaking planet's uh, kind of it sounds kind of like freaking penis. and and my thought is that if this um I don't have a freaking thought. I have I I'm freaking completely at a loss here, uh, and I'm and. Jug, Jug Dorton made it a little bit freaking uh, more confusing when he said astrologically, um, which is not uh, something I'm freaking familiar with. Astrologically. The next one is Scorpion. The Scorpion is ruled by planet Pluto, which represents power and control. The star is associated with darkness, which can come across through clothing, interests, or hobbies. They also have powerful presence, and their keen sensitivity grants intuition. They can easily read other people's emotions. Scorpios are fiercely loyal, however similar to a scorpion, and as the name implies, when they feel they've been betrayed or done wrong, they seek revenge. All right, now this. All right, now I forgot. Finally, have something to freaking say. Uh, Planet freaking Scorpion is a planet of clothing, interests, and freaking hobbies. Dawson, ruled by Pluto. What is? Yeah, and and not to mention freaking ruled by freaking Pluto, which is everyone knows is a freaking tiniest little uh, penis, little planet. Uh, uh, What basically this is very freaking interesting is why would they they associate a freaking planet, freaking Scorpion, with freaking hobbies or clothing? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't get that. And well, because they said that you get you receive okay. powerful, powerful presents, so they're just talking about the powerful presents that you would Christmas receive. Present. Yeah. Oh, that's I thought the it, hobbies. So this is this one is comes around freaking Christmas time, uh, which is why they you every single scorpion when it's freaking scorpion is in full freaking moon under the sky. You get uh, that is the twenty fifth of every Christmas that you get that you would bequeath freaking gifts. Um, we can even maybe even give away a couple of freaking prizes or two. Clothing, interests, hobbies for as presents. Oh, I get it. I see. All right. Yeah. All right. Now we're starting to get it. Check that one off the freaking list. The next one is Sagittarius. 
Sagittarius is ruled by the planet Jupiter, which represents energy and confidence. People born under this star's control are fundamentally free-spirited. They exhibit, exhibit, ex, they exhibit optimism and are generally cheerful. They also tend to have a lot on their plate, juggling many projects, hobbies, and friends. Sagittarius people are blunt. They can hurt the feelings of other people. Makes perfect sense to me now. Number 10 is Capricorn. This star is a goat. Ruled by the planet Saturn, which represents tough lessons and wisdom, it typically plays by the rules and follows tradition. Sagittarius, people view life as an uphill battle for the most part, and that... Why did it... Be weary of the crescent moon. I don't know why we haven't mentioned the moon either. This is the first time. Or Zeus, at that matter. Okay. Capricorn is the only planet goat. The, so this is Capricorn is a goat planet, which is which is which is enemies with the freaking moon, uh, and and fighting and going and great waging freaking waging freaking war against the freaking moon, as everyone knows, is an uphill battle. Um, but mm-hmm. but if you freaking are able to conquer it, you you re- receive the ultimate freaking reward, which would be freaking total freedom in space for everyone to. You can go to these freaking space cantinas and have sex with the freaking elephant jazz musician. You can you can have sex with freaking fish man. You can have sex with uh, the freaking the whole freaking band playing the freaking song. For yeah. me, and I'm being honest with you, freaking reminds me a little bit of freaking Biohacker, yeah, which is a freaking movie that we freaking wrote. Yeah, and the second one coming up soon, probably with a lot of this in there. Aquarius, this star is made of water and ruled by the planet Uranus. This one's a hilarious one. Often eccentric, Aquarius is a paradox, but nobody knows why. Yeah, and this is one I have freaking heard about. This is one of the ones. This is a freaking this freaking this star is a complete freaking paradox because nobody freaking knows why. You get freaking scientists, you get freaking mathematicians, you get freaking geologists, uh, geologists, uh, freaking smart freaking Stephen Hawking couldn't freaking figure this one out uh, before he freaking went into the freaking closet and did what we all freaking must do to freaking end our freaking lives. Uh, basically, uh, this one is is so there's there's just so many freaking ins and outs with this one, and the the amazing part about it is that nobody knows freaking why. You can ask freaking anyone just bringing all the freaking you can gather the freaking smartest people in the world put them in a freaking room in freaking outer space uh to freaking to have freaking conferences with one another and they would all freaking they would all tell you the same thing nobody freaking knows why yeah it's a good point about the star or about the paradox nobody freaking knows why the whole it's a whole freaking paradox Doug, and no one can tell you why it is it's unanswerable not even Stephen Hawking. He's dead well, now he's freaking, figured it out. that is a freaking doornail I can't freaking tell you anything this paradox is probably what killed him what about Carl Sagan? Is he dead? Yeah, he's dead too. Number 12 and the final one is Pisces. These stars is fish. Pisces is ruled by the planet Neptune. These stars want to escape reality under the cruel dominion of Neptune. Emotionally, they are intuitive. Much like the famous actor Joe Pisces, these stars' moods are intense. Pisces have a way of overcoming many challenges. So... You, uh, that one's easy because now I'm just thinking about Joe Pesci and I yeah. know exactly what they mean. So this is the freaking smallest freaking star in the freaking trailer system because it it is named after freaking famous actor freaking Pesci. Um, and uh, and basically this one this when this comes into the freaking sky, you don't even know what you're gonna freaking do. Everybody agrees. It's a live wire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't understand. 
a single word of this segment. I don't understand the segment at all. I don't, but I, at a certain point, I just realized I had to roll with it. And I think, uh, I think at the end of it, it turned out pretty freaking good. Yeah. Especially with Grand Finale, freaking Pesci. Pesci um, shows up at the end, saves yeah. the day. Yeah, with a freaking machine gun and blasts everybody all the way to freaking hell. Kind of reminds me of my cousin Vinny. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. That's the Our Week hotline. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Travis Barker made headlines after announcing he is considering flying again 12 years after after surviving a deadly plane crash, according to E! Online. The 45-year-old Bink-182 drummer was one of the only two survivors when a plane he chartered crashed into an embankment and burst into flames during takeoff. Of the six people aboard, only Barker and friend Adam DJAM Goldstein survived. Both were severely burned. Goldstein died of a drug overdose less than a year later. Since then, Barker has refused to fly, resorting to buses and cruise ships to join Bink-182 bandmates on the road. A recent tweet from Barker suggests the rocker may take to the sky again. Quote, I might fly again, wrote Barker, who added a plane emoji. So, geez louise down on my knees. High in the sky flies Travis Barker. That's the headline. Sandy, the Sandman Fargus, fill out the details. Uh, what was the headline? Travis Barker might fly again? Basically, yeah. High in the sky might fly. Uh, yeah, so um, basically, this sounds like a horrible freaking idea. Uh, if I were freaking writing the article with this headline, I would go into great freaking detail, uh, explaining all the reasons why freaking Barker freaking cheated death once before and should not freaking do it again. Uh, obviously, I'm reminded of the freaking hit Devin Sawa film, Freaking Final Destination, where Devin Sawa, uh, who's the ugly little boy from Casper, um, uh, who has, I believe, he has sex with a ghost uh, towards the end. Uh, he uh, he, he goes, is about to go on a freaking plane for a class trip, and he sees that it crashes, and he says, no, freaking let's not go on the freaking plane. And basically what happens is everyone on his freaking, on the freaking class trip stays on the freaking plane and has a great freaking vacation without him, and he regrets it for the rest of his freaking life. Yeah, and then the next, and he said, "Well, I'm never going to make that mistake again." Next time he goes on the plane, guess what happens? Freaking Blows crashes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the only person on the freaking plane too. Well, him and the pilot, but the pilot lived. Moral of the story, Doug Jordan: Don't trust planes. Never know what they're going to do because they're big, giant, heavy pieces of metal, and they fly through the sky, drop at any moment. I'm, I'm sorry, but did, did you want me to start talking? Is that why you said my name, or was you just was it? I'm just surprised that one of these. Cruise ships and buses haven't sunk into the ocean. Why would a bus sink into the ocean? Because they, they can't float. I guess that's a good, that's a, that's that's a a good, good point. Answer. You got yeah. it, yeah. Last week, retired MLB star Ben Zobrist accused Pastor Byron Yawn of defrauding his charity and having sex with his wife, according to People. In a recently filed lawsuit, the 40-year-old former World Series MVP claims Pastor Yawn, quote, usurped the ministry counselor role, violated and betrayed the confidence entrusted to him, breached his fiduciary duty, and deceitfully used his access as counselor to engage in an inappropriate sexual 
relationship with Zobrist's wife. Zobrist is seeking $6 million in punitive and compensatory damages through a jury trial. According to the lawsuit, Pastor Jan and Zobrist's wife, Juliana, began a secret affair using, quote, burner phones to conceal their communication. In May 2019, Pastor Jan's wife, Robin, discovered her husband's burner phone and informed the ex-ball player of the affair. During divorce proceedings in June 2020, Juliana admitted to the extramarital affair with Pastor Jan. Zobrist is also suing Jan for allegedly defrauding his Patriot Forward charity, which was created by the athletes to raise awareness of mental health and help athletes transition once their careers are over. So, geez always down on my knees. I can't help but feeling that Pastor Jan has besmirched Ben Zobrist in some sort of way. And Doug Jordan, you have been besmirched before. Can you help shed a little light on what he is going through with this latest besmirchment? I I don't think that I, I at any point in my life I've ever told a story of being uh, besmirched. And quite honestly, I'm not really even sure what that what that means. Um, but I, I mean, you kind of laid it all out there when you said uh, it was his fiduciary duty. Uh, six million punitive compensatory damages, and then Pastor Jan and Zobrist's wife Juliana burner phone affair. So yeah, it was probably a uh, uh, besmirched. Yeah. So are you saying that the reason that she cheated on him was because of his punitive little peeny, maybe from maybe because of the steroids from the MLB or he? I mean, either way, obviously they say right in the copy the guy's got a punitive little. And she's, I mean, and they're both going around besmirching him all over town. Right, because I think that it was his fiduciary duty and he was not fulfilling that duty with his, his, punitive, his punitive. Yeah, I mean, he has freaking, I mean, the guy is walking around with freaking duty uh, right right there, freaking all over him. And and then and when his wife freaking tries to offer up his her freaking fiduciary, he freaking won't even freaking use it on himself to get some, to clean out some of his, to, to clean off his freaking, his punitive, uh, his punitive, well, his punitive, puny little piss, I guess is what I'm getting at. So this was a good freaking story. This is even one of the we, best we, ones. We haven't we haven't done one one like this in a while, and boy oh boy, it's good to freaking to. I mean, this is this story's got it all: freaking punitive, uh, fiduciary, freaking and and freaking besmirchment, freaking everywhere at every freaking turn. No. And a pastor. Yeah. yeah oh, pastor. Yeah. Hot freaking sexy pastor. And I gotta say, I, the pastor in after at least after reading this story, the pastor actually comes out as kind of the good guy in this one. Yeah, right. Just, yeah. I mean, this whole—I mean, I could—I could definitely see myself. Uh, I could definitely see myself freaking besmirching myself to this freaking story uh, when, I mean, when I have a little freaking alone time. I mean, I've is that what besmirching means? No idea. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I don't think it's good unless it's the way that Sandy is saying now, and then it's absolutely the best thing in the world. So. Last week, a five-day-long, quote, redneck rave in Kentucky made headlines after one person's throat was cut, another person was impaled, and 48 people were criminally charged, according to WNKY Lexington. 
The Kentucky Redneck Rave was hosted by Blue Holler Off-Road Park in Edmondson County and was advertised for featuring five days of, quote, mud music and mayhem. According to the local sheriff, 14 people were arrested and 34 people were cited with crimes ranging from assault and strangulation to drug and alcohol possessing. A male attendee's throat was reportedly slit and a woman was choked, quote, until losing consciousness in a fight over a blanket. Another injury report detailed a man who had been impaled when a log pierced through the floorboard of his vehicle. According to organizers' Facebook post, the group plans to improve upon what has taken place to make the next event in October even better. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, we got the Kentucky Redneck Rave, and I want to jump into one detail here, and then we can go into all of the absolutely hilarious details of this great weekend. They've said that the man was impaled on a log that went through his floorboard. So he must have been in driving a car. Somehow a log went through his floorboard. He was sitting down, Doug Jordan. I can't imagine that log went many other places than one place in specific, his rear freaking end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially if you're sitting down, yeah. Or Or maybe, who knows, maybe he was freaking hanging brain and it freaking went through there. That's true. Pierce I mean, this the is sack. The kind of freaking, this is the kind of party where you, you're going to expect a lot of people walking around freaking hanging brain, freaking proud, loud and proud, if you know what I freaking mean. And we have talked not at length at this point yet of the garden party, but this harkens back to garden party part two, which is upcoming, forthcoming, Doug Jordan, and we are all very excited about. With the help of Sandy's master plan, I should be able to go out in public again. And of course, with your garden party, I... And of the amount of house dresses I have now, I will look dressed for the occasion. How can we make a little of this Kentucky Redneck Rave part of the garden party that your wife is throwing, Garden Party Part 2? Yeah, I really prefer if you made nothing about this Kentucky Rave like my Garden Party Part 2. All right, well, we can make sure that nobody's freaking brain or rear end is freaking impaled by a log, but I would like every other part of it didn't pretty much freaking happen well maybe not the losing losing consciousness i'm definitely gonna freaking do that but i won't be being freaking choked i'll tell you that freaking much but it might be over a blanket yeah there will be i don't i'm gonna there will be no blankets allowed at this party if that's where we're gonna go it's gonna turn into the kentucky yeah. redneck well that's really. a really that's a really good solution to this problem let's make sure there are no blankets so this party doesn't get too crazy Hypothetically, though, Doug, if I get in a fight with somebody there and I happen to slash someone's throat, would that be okay with your wife? Absolutely not. I don't even know why you asked. I don't know why you wouldn't just morally have a compass that says that's probably not a good idea to do that. Well, that's why it's a hypothetical question, Doug. I'm not planning on cutting someone's throat. I'm just asking. Yeah, but I knew the answer was going to be no. Hypothetically speaking, it could be gassed on in. Basically, Tadia would be doing him a great service, putting him out of his poor misery as he is relegated to a power chair or a power scooter, as it were, after the accident when Sandy set him ablaze and I helped. Yeah, um, I'm Doug, I just would love to know. Do we have a freaking confirmation that freaking Gaston and freaking Nancy are going to be attending this year's freaking garden party? You know, some part of it is uh, there's no confirmation, but part of it is telling me that they're probably not going to come. And if they did, I would be very surprised. After right. you had an affair with Nancy uh, Gaston's wife, after you put him in the hospital for 
dropping him out of a machine or blowing him up or something like that. We put fireworks in the bird that Sandy built, which was a giant wooden structure. It looked like a bird and was going to take flight off of your roof. Fireworks were uh, attached to it to make it help it take flight, as per the dream that Sandy work. had. Yeah, didn't well, work. It was heavy. Like I said, it's hard to make things fly, Doug Jordan. Things are yeah. very heavy, and the sky is very light. Otherwise, we'd go outside. Jonah Hill would be floating around, but that is, laws of physics say that probably won't happen in our lifetime, unfortunately. Well, look up at the sky. It's the biggest cloud I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wait, it's Jonah Hill floating. I would shoot him with a BB gun, I'd send him crashing to the ground, and then I'd use him as his body as a bouncy house, Doug Jordan. So... Last week, Pennsylvania police broke up an exorcism in a lumber aisle of Home Depot, according to Penn Live. Police in Lackawanna County were called to Home Depot in Dixon City after being notified about a gathering in the lumber section of the home improvement store. According to the police blotter, police were called to disperse, quote, disorderly people having an exorcism in the lumber aisle for the dead trees, unquote. No charges have been filed at this time. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. They were having an exorcism in a lumber aisle, and though I agree with their right to do it, I don't know why. And I would need yeah. some sort of elaboration, maybe like to figure out why they were doing this. I mean, as as the only freaking person, I mean, this I mean, this is really your freaking, the floor is freaking yours, Taylor, because you are the the resident freaking, uh, uh, freaking individual who has, who the only one here who has been freaking exercised, because I believe you had a, uh, an elderly woman freaking living in your brain with you when we went to the freaking cemetery to, rem- to put the purple heart back on a freaking uh, grandpa freaking Jordan, and when you left, uh, you had a woman living in your brain. Who, who also ascended to the heavens upon the freaking, the flaming bird flying into the air, which also left freaking Gaston in a freaking, wow, it's been a freaking year, really, wow. Lots changed, jeez Louise. I thought, I thought that exercise, exorcism was when you got the tip of your cut off, the skin. It's a, it's a different thing. It's a circumcision. Circumcision. Well, okay, because I was going to say, I don't, I'd never had that, so... Um, yeah, I guess if they're trying to get spirits out of the Home Depot, more power to them. I don't know why the police would sew up and get rid of them. Unless, for some reason, the spirits were doing something productive, like organizing the freaking lumber. Perhaps they're using spirit labor, Doug Zordon, and there's a spell on the Home Depot so that the spirits cannot fly free. Do you think that the Home Depot has organized some sort of spirit labor in between all of their stores and... And now they were trying to get the spirits out, but the Home Depot was saying no. No, no. I think it was just in the one in Lackawanna County. Right, but so you think that the people that own that Home Depot organized some sort of a spirit force that uh, helps stock the shelves at night? Organize the lumber, yeah. I mean, the, have you seen the price of lumber lately, Doug Jordan? It's a big story, news story. I actually was yep. planning on doing a story about lumber, but we didn't have time, unfortunately. Yeah, lumber prices have been through the roof, and obviously they can't afford to spend the money on whoever, you know, normally would sort the lumber. So they are cutting costs using freaking the spirits of the dead by entrapping them inside of their freaking store and having them sort the lumber at night during off hours. Yeah, but if you're a ghost, wouldn't you just kind of pass through everything? You wouldn't really be able to sort 
through the lumber, you wouldn't be able to lift it up because you you just pass right through. Now, it. Ghosts make freaking objects float. You've seen this? <laughs> no, I have never seen this. Yes, you. No. Yes, you freaking have. You have seen in, it in fiction. Yes. I well, was Doug. That's based on. I mean, nobody freaking nobody would come up with with like that. That is it, it, it is it is displayed in freaking fiction because it has been seen in real life by those who freaking write that freaking fiction. And I'm I'm pretty sure that you told me a freaking story about. You told me a pretty freaking spooky ghost story about a freaking man with a cat and the cat with lost his tail and you would hear and you you lived in uh, in the woods and you would hear this 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 cat looking for its tail. A little ghost cat meowing and it didn't, it didn't is this ringing any freaking bells? What the? What are you? What are you talking about? I've never told this tale about you a ghost a couple, cat. You were a couple freaking wine coolers deep, and you told me that when you were a young man, you your family had a freaking cabin in the freaking woods, and you and the and the cat freaking lost its freaking tail and it died, and then you would hear the to the cat howling in the night. Where's my freaking tail? Where's my freaking tail? That's right, and you used to play with yourself in the cabin. Was that right after I told some sort of a riddle before we had dinner that I told you this story? Because I don't remember any any of this at all. The riddle, the riddle was separate earlier. But I think you did tell. You said a ghost and its wood shall never. Something, Jesus, Louise. I'm not yeah, sure. It was something, yeah. And, but it ended. It ended. It ended with. Let's dig in, and it was a and it was a marvelous moment to behold. Yeah, and I am so looking forward to a similar moment at the forthcoming garden party. Can't wait. The second one is not the fourth. Leakers, thrill freaking seekers. I meant it was the the forthcoming, not the. Thank you, Doug. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there. And we'll see you next week. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. It's going to be a great party to boot Doug Jordan. And I'm so excited. I just need Sandy to get the plan a rolling so that I can roam free again. Yeah, what exactly is the plan? I mean, Doug, you know I can't freaking discuss the freaking plan live on the radio if it falls into freaking Dawson's lap, and we're all freaking doomed. So yeah, but we're cut. We're 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 unplugged. This is this is our week in review unplugged right now. So you can yeah. talk about it. Well, no, we can't because this is this is our little freaking ending conversation is freaking released every damn week. Otherwise, otherwise, I'd be happy to freaking I'd be happy to freaking get into it. But since we are still re- recording, I can't freaking get into it, Doug. Oh, so you'll tell us once we turn the mics off. No, I freaking will not be doing that because because your freaking safety will be in freaking jeopardy if I freaking divulge too much freaking information. Will you at least tell me what kind of recon I need to do tonight? I'm going to need a, several bottles of freaking brown um, within the next freaking 20 minutes, yeah. And, and then after that, I'm going to need you to go out and freaking play with yourself and then get in touch with me after that. Done. <laughs>